Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders from Technology Expresso here with my co-host. Hi, Dave Blackman. And we are here. We told you we were going to do it. Now it's all come to fruition. We're here live at the Indianapolis uh, National BDPA Conference for 2014. And uh, today is really setup day, but we got a behind the scenes exclusive, uh, which is, you know, what this is all about. We're your eyes and ears here at the conference. And our first exclusive is with Michelle Cook, who is the National HSCC Coordinator. Um, and as you may know, the HSCC stands for the High School Computer Competition. Um, and we're going to let, no one can tell you better than Michelle because she's been doing this for the, her current role for eight years, but she's been with the HSCC much longer than that. So she can tell us every possible angle. So we're very excited to have her with us. And, um, and then secondly, I also want to acknowledge that Michelle is has her day job as well, and that includes being over quality assurance and a business analyst, so near and dear to our heart. So David had to cut us off so that we could uh, <laughs> stop talking BA stuff and QA stuff, uh, but that's for another time, another interview, so okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that on the books as well. But today, we're going to talk about HSCC, mm-hmm. and take us down the timeline. What brought you, how, how did you get to where we are today? Wow. How did Michelle get here? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, some time ago, not given the year, um, I was introduced to the organization as a whole through my job. Um, we had a subset of people who were members of the organization. They invited me out to a meeting. And I said, well, okay, because I was looking for an opportunity to give back to the community. Um, came in, enjoyed the program meeting, and I heard about this program working with the students, with the kids, which got me excited. I was invited to come out to the first session. I made it out to the first session, and the rest is history. Wow. <laughs> I started out as a classroom assistant, and then out that year that I was a classroom assistant, I came to the conference as a chaperone, got very lucky and fortunate there, um, and got to see the whole thing happen. Um, when we got back home, the coordinator at that point stepped down, and I was asked to step up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a little unnerving, <laughs> a little scary, but I said, okay because I had full support, came in. Um, the tech lead stayed in place, which was great because he had been doing it already for a couple of years. We got along very well, and from there, I worked there for several years. And then um, an opportunity came open at the top level as well as some personal life adjustments, and um, came in as the assistant national coordinator. And then she was ready to release that role, and I was migrated in, and here I am today. <laughs> Fantastic. Awesome, and, and, and that's a, a big responsibility. So for our listening audience, even kind of set the stage, what does it mean to be the national coordinator of the HSCC <laughs> program? Yes, um, well, as you said, yes, it is a big role with a lot of responsibility. Um, what we do, we set the standards for how the local chapters train their students. Lots of chapters um, 
use the national competition structure as a model for the local programs. Um, and it does a couple of things. It gives you an operating structure. You know, this is the minimum that you need to do to be able to compete. And then for others, it, um, they can structure that and then build upon it, just depending upon their local resources and things they have available. Um, certainly we encourage as, uh, as much training as possible on as many students as possible. Um, and then we set the stage for what it's going to be like to get here. What do you need to do to get here? Um, how and when to get here? And then what happens when you're here? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it's not just um, about the competition. We also encourage the chapters to allow their students to intermingle and get together and build relationships so that, that there's an add-on there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And for those, we're sitting in a large, uh, I would say a medium-sized ballroom with several round tables set up. You might know the actual uh, (laughs) numbers uh, to help paint the picture. And I see a lot of boxes from HP, so shout-outs to HP. But tell us, what what are we seeing as you guys are beginning to um, transform this room Mm -hmm. into what will be the heated room of competition? Absolutely. So what you're looking at, where we're sitting, it's a room of 18 tables. This year we have 18 teams competing. We're very excited about that. Um, our goal every year is 25, but you know things happen and whatnot. But we we're still marking that as our goal. Um, but we're very very excited to have the 18 that we have. Um, yes, HP is our equipment sponsor. We're very excited about HP. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so what these boxes contain are laptops and dual monitors. So that's one uh, laptop and dual monitor per table, per team. The team consists of three to five students each, and it's a collaboration effort with the students to build out um, the solution to the problem. Okay. <laughs> Incidentally, so what is the solution? What is the problem this year? We don't know yet. That is under lock and key by our chief judge, and it is not released until. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. Oh, yeah, this is quite serious. Maybe you can take us back. Can you give an example maybe in the past of, of what what the students were required to do as part of the competition? Sure, sure. Um, well, the, the competition is twofold. There's a um, technology testing, if you will. So there's what we call round robin. And that actually is open to the public. It gives the audience an opportunity to come in and sit, and they can see the students, see the type of technology that we're working with them on, um, mainly focused on concepts and definitions, um, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then also there's a written portion. The written is not really a pencil and paper. Mm. (laughs) It's actually online question, Mm. Q&A, sort of the same thing, and it's more extensive than the round robin. Now, the, 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 the solution part that, mm-hmm. David, you were referring to, um, in the past we've had a problem for a lawn care service. Mm-hmm. We've had a problem for a video store. Mm-hmm. Um, and years, years ago, <laughs> when I was younger in this role, mm-hmm. um, there was a play on what was happening politically, the Hanging Jets. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, the judge... That was not our current judge, but our previous judge mm-hmm. had did that problem to solve. And so they try to make the, you know, the, the problems relevant and current to solve, that right. kind of thing, um, which is exciting for the kids. Yeah. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. And so then they're building an application and doing the, the code, yes. um, sharing that the laptop, yes. one per team, um, and then they've got to 
they have their final product and then they're they're judged against that yes that is really cool yeah so how did how did how do you go about keeping everyone all the students nationally mm-hmm. up on the technology what do you got what do you teach them okay well what's rolled out there um my technology coordinator assists in setting the stage for that. So we try to have um, what you would call the specs, the technology specs provided to the coordinator so that they know what versions of the software we're using and what software is approved for training. Mm-hmm. Um, but we leave it to the coordinators to decide how and um, how they're gonna train, what uh, trainers they might need, that kind of thing. So for our platform, they have a choice of three, um, .NET, open source, and Java. So they, they do have some openings there. There's an opportunity for the, the coordinators to use IDEs if they have that resource available for training. Mm-hmm. And then last year, we also approved and introduced Twitter Bootstrap. Wow, okay. So yeah, so we do work to migrate with technology mm-hmm. as best as possible to suit our needs and what we're attempting to do here. Awesome. So you have all of the different um, states, and um, I'm from the Atlanta chapter, which people, (laughs) (laughs) how many times, somehow weave that into every show, somehow, (laughs) Um, but um, the adults do different programs to raise the money and to make sure they're supported, but the students, they're coming in, giving up their Saturdays, Um, you have the instructors, they're teaching them the the different uh, skill sets, getting them prepped. Um, and I love once a year we have them come to one of our chapter meetings and do a presentation, Wonderful. and that's and, and that's that's exciting because you get to see um, even from when they start out a little shy and then over the years, um, so you get to watch them them grow up and mature. Yes. And some of them, I mean, by the end they are very polished. Oh, um, yeah. And then the other thing is, I think what I also see is they're they're learning teamwork as mm-hmm. well. So it kind of really simulates the real world environment. So. Um, it's not just a, a fun play date no. <laughs> at all. This is serious work. Well, yeah, and, and what's exciting, just to hear you roll through that scenario there, that's what makes being in this position right now worthwhile, having traveled that road, and I know what the students are going through. I remember being the coordinator and watching mm-hmm. the students grow, and they start out very shy and timid. And I have a favorite student. His name is Tristan, who he came through our program for two years. In mm-hmm. the first year, he was our alternate but he participated in YTC and he took a liking to a young lady (laughs) and that kind of broke him out of his shell so when he came home his mother came to us and thanked us for everything that we had done because her son came back a different person Mm -hmm. Um, he was more into school very enriched going you know going after goals setting goals that kind of thing so when he came back the next year he actually made the team Mm -hmm. and it was very exciting and rewarding not just for him but for us to to watch that happen so now being in this role, I don't have that kind of interaction with the students, mm-hmm. but watching them here, interacting with them, talking to them, they're, some of them are still a bit shy, but you know, just depending on how you approach them, it's not, a, it's not mm-hmm. an issue. They just kind of open up and then, well, hi, Miss Michelle, and you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, what, what type of qualifications do the kids bring to the table? I know everyone isn't a coder, everyone right. isn't a developer. Right. What's the mix like uh, explain some of the diverse um, type of skill sets these young kids bring to the table absolutely well um, what I can 
it's a perfect example is the work environment where you have a project manager, you have an analyst, you have the person that's going after quality, mm -hmm. and then yes, you have your coder. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, depending, certainly depending on the size of the student, kind of depend that kind of drives the you know how that skill set falls out across yes. the number of students depending on the size of the team. Yes. And the goals that the coordinator or trainer mm -hmm. set for that team. Um, so you can. When you're observing the room, you know, the judges, that's part of their job. They observe the room and watch the students and have interaction. They can point out who's the project manager, who's the analyst, who's the programmer, or, and, and watching the students interact and talk and that kind of thing. And then at the end, um, when, they, when the solution is um, presented, that's the really big gain, and that's where the, the judges are very rewarded to watch what these students were able to do in seven hours. And for some of us, it takes a week, two yes, weeks, yes. <laughs> depending on the size of the team and the effort that we're going after. So that's when the skill set's really shiny. You can really see who, how the, how the skill set falls and who is able to do what. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned the judges, um, and I'm sure that's a very hard <laughs> yes. job because you see all these young people and just them, like you said, them being here in itself, you, you know, it's, it's such a great thing for some. We even talked about on a previous show with one of the uh, coordinators that this sometimes is their first trip away from home. So that's a great experience from the, for them. But uh, the judges, tell us about their role and what they have to do. And even some of, who are some of the judges? Absolutely. Well, our judges, it's an interesting mix. And every year, every year we have at least one or two return, but it's always good to have the new they don't really know what's going on or what to expect, and everybody's always nervous when they walk into that situation, which is kind of fun for me, <laughs> and not <laughs> not in a weird way, but just watching them understand what's getting ready to happen, and then they kind of you know gravitate to it, and then watching them interact with the students, and you can see the judges, these are professional people, actually grow and have a better understanding of what young people are able to do. Mm. Because sometimes, you know, based on media and what they push out to us and present to us, it's not necessarily good. But then to see students come here to compete and actually do well and they speak well and they work well together and all of that, um, I've seen great things happen. And then there are those that, uh, in fact, last year I got a petition to, I want to come back and do it next year, which was huge. So, you know, that was a great thing. And it was from one of our sponsors as well. Um, but so the judges, they come in and they are on staff, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, for two days. So they come in on Wednesday and we have a meeting, you know, this is what you're going to be doing for the next two days. Um, there's a, a t an optional t-shirt competition for the chapters that they can, or, you know, they don't have to participate in, but we certainly encourage it because for that first, it's certainly all about the students coming up with this technology design mm -hmm. and there are requirements in place for that things like you know the BDPA logo must be in there your chapter name must be in there and the current conference theme must be in there and everything else is at play and so that's one of the first tasks of the judges to judge the t-shirt competition then on Thursday that's when all the fun and games begin if you will <laughs> <laughs> so they facilitate the oral uh, competition or the oral component and once that's done, then they're walking the room for the written and, you know, assisting with the scoring and watching the students. And then once the student is done with their quiz, because it's not, it's timed. So, you know, they might start on time and then they have to, you know, when they're done, they're done. So they do the scoring and they walk them out of the room and that kind of thing. And then on Friday, 
Friday's the full long day, and they do get breaks. <laughs> but, you know, we're on lockdown from 8 o'clock until it's done. And sometimes that's 8, 9 o'clock at night, just depending upon how things go. Because, you know, we are technology, so we know technology does fail us on occasion. Absolutely. And depending on the recovery kind of determines how quickly we can get out of here, mm -hmm. if you right. will, mm -hmm. or wrap up the competition. Um, so Friday's kind of special because they're walking the room. They're talking to the students. They're assisting the students with questions, not necessarily giving them answers mm -hmm. because it's a competition. Yes. Mm -hmm. But they can kind of nudge them in, in a direction to kind of help them solve their problem. Um, if and when, because we do have technology failures, they also assist with that. Um, they take care of any of the students' needs, you know, if they're you know, bathroom breaks, um, you know, any medical needs that they might have. Mm -hmm. um, and, I'm so grateful and gracious that we haven't had anything major where, you know, requiring emergency assistance or anything. Um, but, you know, just like us adults, students do have medical needs with aspirins and medications, that kind of thing. So they assist with those. Um, so Friday, they're kind of, they're, they're caretakers and caregivers. Mm -hmm. And then um, the judge, the, when the presentations are done, that's the final judging role, if you will. So, you know, it's a team of three, three to four judges, um, Doing, uh, accepting the presentations from the students. So the students are talking to them, answering questions, showing them what the program can do, explaining any shortcomings that they might have had, all of that. Awesome, awesome. So tell me, you know, as last year even, as we sat in the audience at the banquet with the students, we were a nervous wreck. We were nervous for them, um, you know, and then your your heart, you know, goes out to them and Certainly. so on and so forth. Is that a little, is that kind of tough sometimes for you even? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Um <laughs> because by then I know what's happening. <laughs> yes, yes. And I, I am, you know, sworn to secrecy, cannot disclose, right. which is not necessarily hard depending upon who I'm around before we get to the banquet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but knowing that, knowing the possible reactions that the coordinators may have, um, knowing the questions that will come, well, what happened? Where did we fall short? You know, how can we fix this for next year? Um, that kind of thing. So, yes, it, it is a bit unnerving. And just waiting and watching for reactions once the announcements are made, as well as following. Exactly, exactly. And you know, it, it, one of the things in my mind, though, and even to that parents need to understand, is preparing them for the real world. Yes. It's competitive out there, and even you know, our theme this year is the race to innovate. And for me, there's a sense of urgency, and it's about being ahead of the pack, not just riding along. Um, and that's what BDPA is preparing them for. So. You know, we're preparing them young as yes. well as, as every step in your career. So the, these young people just coming to the competition, just being on the team, grooming, the exposure, the teamwork, um, they're going to be ahead of their peers yes. already. Yes. Um, and, you know, you alluded to, you know, in our community, uh, if you had an aspiring athlete in your family, they get groomed in the support they need and they went to summer camp yes. and I've seen parents give up vacations and weekends to make sure that kid got what they need. So I dare say that parents also, if you have an aspiring tech whiz or intellect or uh, whatever the case may be, a little innovator or inventor, 
nurture that Absolutely. the same way. And BDPA gives you one of those vehicles to do that. Um, and there's a lot of different levels to the sites program. Yes. So um, everyone may not make it to the competition, but you can work your way up and in as well. And just want to encourage parents. Yes, and as Michelle said, you, you don't have to be that tech savvy to be accepted into this role. You you have project managers, you have basically leaders and innovators with soft skills as opposed to the hard coding skills. And these skill sets, these are life skill sets, not just skill sets you can take into the job. It's how to solve your own problems, mm -hmm. you know, and if you can take the emotion as, as kid, children are full of emotion and energy, if you could take the emotion out of it, you just have a problem. And yep. if you can apply the same rules to those social problems that you did to these technical problems, you have the building blocks uh, uh, that will provide you uh, a way to remediate, yes. basically, Absolutely. all the uh, tough choices you have to make growing up. Absolutely. <laughs> I think, yes, that's, yes, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, one of the things that, and we are really excited here at Technology Express, so to be able to, first of all, uh, interview Michelle Cook um, and, and be a part of this, and this is this is really exciting, because like I said, we've seen the students, we watch our, our team come, and then they're sequestered, they're hidden. If you Even if you're as an adult at the conference, there was this veil of secrecy. We didn't even know what <laughs> all to turn it. around. Yeah. See the kids until like <laughs> Friday, and it's like, hey, you guys have been here all along. You just don't know they're here. Yeah, yeah I, and I love it because I, I was even um, up talking to someone in the hall, and so now, and they were giving us a list. So where is this going to be? The career fair? Where is that going to be? I said, where are the students? Well, why do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> I was yes. like, whoa. So it, it's serious, but um, but but I, I love that. So this was kind of really a, a behind the scenes, and and something that you said. Um, I think you said you guys aspire for twenty five tables I would love to see just from hearing today's uh, program and for you sharing with us is that you know every state is representative if, if they bring two teams okay I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I don't know if you're ready for all that if next year your registration is overflowing blame us but I'd rather have too many because there you know this field is so important yes and we need to um, Make sure everyone has that exposure, that awareness, because it's going to permeate whatever uh, industry that you aspire to be in, whatever business, e e technology is going to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. I think if nothing else, and you know, to your point too, David, not everyone who comes and, and participates in this will um, go on to become a developer. Right. But I tell you, they won't be intimidated by technology. Absolutely. And, and that's what we were saying about seeing them kind of grow and evolve and stuff. Now, let, let's hit a, 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 common, a common topic that um, we see around in conversation is women in technology mm -hmm. and young ladies in technology. What's been your experience and what are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know where to start with that question. <laughs> <laughs> I hit you, I hit you, I hit, I went deep on you, yes, didn't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, my thoughts, let's start with that. Okay. My thoughts are, um, it's a level playing field. Mm -hmm. And um, the young ladies are just as intelligent and just as strong, if some cases not stronger, than the young men. Um, and it's, it's, it's refreshing to see that they do participate. Um, we do have lots of young ladies come through. Um, I have not had the opportunity to observe one as a programmer, but I'm sure she's there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's there, which is very exciting. 
and um, to I've, I've had the opportunity to listen in on some of the presentations, and the young ladies do speak that very well, mm-hmm. to watch them step up and um, be able to just present the whole problem, because it's the team that's presenting, not just one of the students. Mm-hmm. Um, and we encourage that, even though they're all there, that you just don't stand there. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, say something. <laughs> but to watch the young ladies, you know, they present their teams very well. They speak very well. Um, watch them absorb the technology and be able to explain the code and behind-the-scenes stuff. It's, it's amazing. Um, but, yes, I, I'm... I'm very encouraged and assured that we do, the young ladies are represented very well. <laughs> do, do you find, is it about a 50-50 mix um, in the program or where, where are you seeing as far as the, the blend between the girls and the boys that are in the, the program and come to competition? I would say 50-50 at max, mm. but certainly not above. Okay. Um, and not as low as 25. Okay. So it's somewhere between the 25-50 okay. mark. Um, I believe, if I can recall correctly, every team has at least one young lady. Awesome. <laughs> that that's a great ratio, and, and even you know, um, is, is probably better than the the standards what they're seeing even in the workplace in some cases. But that's a, a great thing. But it, again, it's teaching them the dynamics of, of diversity and working with different teams and different people and that type of thing. I, I said uh, last year when they did kind of the open ceremony and the students came through, I called that the United Nations yes. of HSCC. <laughs> and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to see um, everyone that, that was represented. And just everybody comfortable, not only in their own skin, but comfortable with everyone else around them. And it just was, we just had that, I, I have a saying, united we stem, you yes, know, yes. because it's just like, we're just all united as far as, you know, our love and passion for technology and, yes. and innovation. So that's, that's what is exciting. But, um, thank you for your time and, and, and we'll get out of you all's way so that you can continue to, uh, uh, build the magic here. I mean, yes. you know, it's interesting seeing just, you know, just the shell right now. Mm-hmm. But when the personalities and the people come in the room and it comes to life, I know it's going to be a whole different energy. And we're going to be here for the uh, aura. We would love to to witness that. I've never I've never witnessed that before. So. Please do come witness the aura. And then on Friday, um, we do have a, a open portion, like for the pro for the programming problem reading. Okay, that's open to the public. Okay. So how that's structured. The um, chief judge, he, his name is Ron Bell. He distributes the programming problem. The audience is able to observe. <laughs> okay. They do not get a copy of the problem, okay. but they get to listen. Listen to the reading of the pro- programming problem as well as any questions that the students might have. Okay. So once the last question is answered, the audience is dismissed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so please, if you okay. have the opportunity, do come back for that. And then I also wanted to acknowledge uh, my technology coordinator his name is Sherman Goodwin and he's another vital resource without him this would be very difficult to make happen (laughs) (laughs) awesome and you know it's a lot of people that uh, again um, have a hand in making this happen and 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 I say that to those listeners and those who listen to the the program is that um, whether you can volunteer because take us through I I might miss some I mean from Mm -hmm. the coordinators who who all it takes to make this happen? Wow. Um, well, certainly at the chapter level, it takes the, the um, leadership structure. So certainly the president, um, uh, strategy and planning, um, VP of finance, <laughs> those are <laughs> <Right>. vital. <laughs> and then at the lower level, it would be the coordinator as well as the trainer. 
of the training team, depending on how they build their program, and then chaperones and teaching assistants. Because mm. once they're here on site, provided the chapter can manage it, the chapter, the, the coordinator has at least one chaperone, depending on the number of students that they bring. Okay. Right? Now, certainly for this particular program, they can bring three to five, five students to compete. But then there are other programs. There's the YTC. There's um, IT Showcase. There's um, being piloted this year, the Mobile App Showcase. So depending on the number of students they bring, they need to bring chaperones to help them manage the students. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. And then let's not forget the sponsors. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the local chapters, they also need their sponsors to help facilitate their programs and make it vital and make it work. Okay. Absolutely. And then yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes. Me and my team. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, again, it's, it's very exciting, and we look forward to um, touching base with you throughout the Absolutely. week. And, um, you know, thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful program. And, and it's been around for how long? Wow. 28. I think is this year <laughs> 28 wow. 28 that that is awesome yeah um and uh it, and you, we've seen a lot of students come through and some come back even as oh. instructors and coaches and coordinators i cannot even explain how rewarding that is yes yeah. i cannot explain because they bring a whole new element they've been there they've walked those shoes so they know what it takes to to be a winning team they know mm. what it takes to you know to, to do the training and to grasp the information and not just grasp it to pass, but grasp it to hold on and move forward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely. We love to, to uh, use uh, Wes Williams' yes, yes. Uh, story, <laughs> and we have it in the archive if you want to hear it in his own words. But one of the things that he said that really resonated is once he realized that like his athletic career was over, which was early in, in high school, for a while there, sometimes you go through an identity crisis. Yeah. But he said uh, he got involved with the uh, HSCC, and they actually won, I think, regionals. Yes. And he said he got that feeling, you know, and that adrenaline of winning something again. Wow. And that's when he found his niche. And yeah. so he went on to, to win. And then his goal with the Atlanta chapter, make sure that they won before uh, he turned that over to our very own Josephine, yes. uh, who we'll, we'll be seeing here leading yes. the Atlanta team. So um, it, it's, it's all very exciting. And it's, you know, um, good that we also as the adult chapters and adult member continue to support them whether it's financial volunteering you know even helping bring the lunches on saturday even, it takes a village you know i even, think it's <laughs> even words of encouragement yes it's helpful exactly exactly <laughs> yeah so just very exciting and you know we, we did all this talking about the program we forgot to mention what do they win? <laughs> Let's not forget <laughs> to, to share that as well. Absolutely. Well, um, in my, my eyesight, <laughs> any chapter that's able to come is a winner, mm -hmm. right? Because they get experience that they would not otherwise have. Yes. And that's amazing in and of itself. Um, the major driver for the top winning teams um, is usually is three to five teams that win or that are announced, let me say it that way, because they're all winners again. Um, they win scholarships. They also have the opportunity to get trophies. And then on occasion, depending on scholarship, or I'm sorry, sponsorship and monies available, they get to win 
toys, if you will. Sometimes it's laptops, it might be tablets, whatever is on the market and available mm -hmm. based on sponsorship. They, they, they had the opportunity to win. It won't necessarily be all three or five. It might be just a top team that gets the prizes, the gifts and toys. Exactly, exactly. And, and kudos to our sponsors who, who make that happen. That, that's a totally, that, that's very much a beautiful thing. Well, again, I'm going to thank you for your time, um, yeah. sharing that time with, with David and I. And uh, to our listening audience, stay tuned. We'll continue to cover the National BDPA and Indianapolis Conference 2014. Um, and remember to follow us on Twitter. Use hashtag BDPA14. Um, and also... Uh, go to technologyexpresso.com for our archives. We'll be uploading videos and pictures um, and audio as you hear right here. So, Absolutely. David, if you'll close us out. Yes, thank you, Michelle. Michelle Cook, ladies and gentlemen, National High School Computer Competition Coordinator. Thank you very much for joining us here at Technology Expresso. Thank you. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.